Mothers are the queens of the castle. But let's be real. It's not all ball gowns and glass slippers. On this podcast, we're giving you a peek behind the throne at the privilege and responsibility of wearing the crown. My name is Helen Hope Kimbrough, and I'm a proud wife and mom of two adult sons. And I'm Charlita Hatch, a proud wife, married to my high school sweetheart, and a proud mom to two little ones. Get ready as we share jewels with each other and you around all things connected to motherhood. Season two podcast. Woo, woo, woo. How goes it? Look, live in here, season two, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. People have been asking, when are you guys going to record season two? They have, and that feels so good. Right? I know. Like, you know, when we thought about this and wasn't sure if anybody would listen or would care and just hearing the feedback and people like commenting and sharing has been really encouraging to me. It's been encouraging to me too. And to also have people say, you know what, you guys have inspired me and motivated me to want to do a podcast. And I've been watching what you all are doing because now I have some ideas about what I want to do. And so that's also been refreshing. Like we don't, have to have boundaries on podcasting, right? Like everyone can do this. So I'm really appreciative that other people get to do this too. I also feel like I was actually having this conversation with my son Mm -hmm. about um, sometimes feeling alone and like you're the only one going through and knowing that it's like you're not alone even when you feel like you're alone and just also seeing people who is like, oh yeah, me too, or exactly it's like really validating yes. to know that like the experience and the journey that we're on isn't just unique to us, just isn't it unique to our family that there is at least one other person out there that is in the same space or has been in that space. I wholeheartedly agree. And so with that, we wanted to start out this second season just talking about what we did over the summer. Like what were some of our fun experiences as girls, what were family fun experiences, but then also like what surprised you or what goals did you want to accomplish that you either accomplished or you needed more work to do on that? So let's get started. I want to talk about your girl fun summer, Charlita. I don't recognize myself. Let me just start out and say that. I don't know who I was this summer, but if hashtag we outside was the, like it, my picture is right next to that in the dictionary, like hashtag we outside. Like I, I think my husband is still trying to figure out if I'm a new person or, or what, but um, I have had the best, best summer and I have not had a. If you're familiar with like kind of a givers and takers, I am a giver. And I, you know, by nature of moms, like you're a giver, Mm -hmm. but like I'm just like a giver of time, a giver of space, always make time for other people and like don't always think about myself or just doing something unorthodox. And I'm definitely turned into that mom. Like if you give me a gift certificate, I'm spending it on my kids or my husband. Right. And so. This summer, I kicked off uh, my 39th birthday. Poured it all out. Go ahead. Tell us. Poured it all out (laughs) in Paris to see Beyonce, who happened to have her concert on purpose on my birthday. Um, And so that was amazing. I would never do this. Like, I mean, I I felt like it was a spontaneous trip. My girlfriends that I went with, they were like, this is absolutely not spontaneous. I'm like, but it was spontaneous to me. Like, I would always imagine, first of all, I've never been to Europe. 
But I would always imagine that being a trip that I planned for a year or two yes. and like saving and yes. like figuring out what I'm doing. It was very impromptu. I felt like it is. And I was like, maybe it's because I had kids or something. But I just felt like I missed the last day of school, which as a mom, my kid was in kindergarten. So the last day of school was like a big deal at that time. I missed the last day of school. And like, I think we had 90 days and we decided to go and all the things, but it was awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm glad I did that. Um, and then I also went to see Usher in Vegas this you summer. did? How did I? Guys, let me just tell you about this. She thinks she told me that she was going to go see I Usher. Did. And she didn't because I said, if you had told me that you were going to go see Usher, then I would have said, you know, I want to be in an Usher video. <laughs> And okay, we didn't well, have that conversation. Yeah, we definitely didn't have that conversation about her. Being, and if she went to the Usher residency and anybody else who went, if she's trying to be in that type of Usher video, go well, Marcus. It's, it's, go Marcus. It's, it's really the first <laughs> videos that Usher did when he came out with, you know, new relationship, the footwork that he did in the very yeah, first he's video. He's not how the videos are right now. I know. Okay. I'm just saying yeah, that's I'm the just, one that I, I want to be in. How about that? I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to let the people know I'm that that, that Helen is also outside, <laughs> outside, inside in the in the Usher video. <laughs> so okay, so Helen wants to be on the, at the Usher residency. That experience. That's one of my dreams. I'm sorry. Hey, shameless plug. <laughs> and so, and then ended the summer at the beach. Uh, kicking off my daughter's second birthday. So so that was kind of like a me thing. And um, I feel like it was a very, I'm going to use the word selfish, selfish summer. But I really, and I feel like I poured into me in a way that I haven't as a mom and as a woman. And I just feel good about it. And I know that it didn't always feel good <laughs> to the people that well, was I'm left holding the, the bag, like my husband. That but. you are using the word selfish, because I remember in season one, we talked about, you know, being selfish, taking time for yourself. And you said, can moms be selfish? And I said, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think you have to be, because if you're not, people will just always expect you to be there. Yep. And then you feel depleted. Yep. But then you also feel unappreciated. Yes. And yes. angry. Preach. <laughs> How she go from the Usher video to the pulpit? Girl. Go ahead, versatility. Hey, tell me about it. <laughs> so I'm glad that you did that. And I'm glad it was impromptu. I'm glad you poured into yourself because like I tell moms, it makes you a better mom when you do stuff for yourself. And when your kids see that you're doing something yes. for you. And they process, like, and my son is a processor, and he's like, wait a minute, how many times are you going to go on the plane without us? <laughs> I'm like, every time <laughs> until you learn how to take a bath by yourself. Uh, but I will say another thing that we talked about, and I know we're going to talk about even more, is having two kids. And this summer we went on a cruise without my daughter and with just my son for a week that. with yeah. his friends. Mm -hmm. And it was so good for our family to do that as the three of us. We deepened the relationship that of the family that we went with. But as we were coming home, my mom, my son said, Mom, um, it's been over two years since it's just been the three of us. And it was really nice that we had the time with just the three of us. And he's I'm such like, a thinker. He's such a thinker. But I'm like, you know, it does matter. You know, we won't always be able to do things with our kids separately. Mm -hmm. But it was nice to know that it, he saw it and it mattered and it reinforces that we need to do that. So, You know, I'm a proponent of that. And I think that's my segue. <laughs> 
my segue to say how I spent my summer, which was more family fun oriented. Um, my son, younger son, was home from school. And one of my goals is really to go to all 50 states. And uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> listen up, folks. <laughs> Go to all 50 states. And um, so we actually ended up going to Minnesota and South Dakota. And, and I was like, oh, what y'all do there? <laughs> I know. I know. And so I was like, you know what? We're bringing my son. I call my sister, who's an educator. I'm like, you know, what have you, are you doing this summer? And she's like, you know, I don't really have any plans. I'm like, you're coming too. And so literally it was the three of us who went and I feel that was a nice exchange for us because we're also, quote unquote, uh, like the less involved people of the family. We can kind of just flow and not have, you know, an itinerary of things to do. We can do things and then we can just relax. I know you're not that way, yeah, but like, I'm that way. It sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> you and Marcus are that way. But my sister Avery and I, we were just, you know, like, let's just see what we're going to do. No plans, no itinerary. So we were in Minot, Annapolis and went to uh, Minnesota Twins game. My younger son had played baseball and I feel like that's going to be one of his things to do is just to see all the baseball teams that he can go see. And, I mean, we went out to great meals and dinners and uh, really just explored the city. Uh, the only thing that I did not get a chance to do was go to the Prince Museum because that thing was packed. And I'm like, gosh, we can't get in. We can't get in. So that's where the planning comes into play. Um, but then one of the surprises when we went to South Dakota and went to Sioux Falls and so there we went to Falls Park, and we also went to this amazing zoo that had all of these um, international and exotic animals there. But really, the the park was, you know, where you could hike, you could um, eat lunch and all of those things. The waterfalls just pulled us in, pulled us in, and it just really made us feel so nice and engaged and just good vibes. And then uh, North Dakota was really a quick trip because our goal was really to go to an Indian reservation because I'm like, you know what? When I grew up, they had these Indian reservations where you could go see the culture um, of Indians and eat the food and have the attire and also share in some of their customs. And that wasn't the case. And so we did drive into some of their territory uh, which was epic and serene and beautiful, so much so that I felt like I would have been intruding if I had taken a picture because that's how beautiful it was. You could see it was like, this is like God's country. Like, it's so nice here. Um, but we didn't do that. And so there was a casino, which was lackluster. It wasn't our greatest, but it was like, okay, we can say we did something in North Dakota. So... I have done that goal, so I'm at State 44 now. So next year, whoever wants to go, let me know. I think I got Charlita on board, Montana and Wyoming. So it may be like a girl's trip, that so I fun. am going to plan this one um, because other people say, you know, I haven't gone to those states. And so that would be kind of cool to go to. So I'll keep you posted on that. That would be awesome. I know. I know. So I did want to ask this next question. What is something that completely surprised you this summer that you did not ex expect? In addition to everything that I shared, I think the amount of um, 
And I guess some people would say, oh, you should expect that. But I think I know I have a supportive husband, but just the amount of the way of like, we'll figure it out. Like, just go, just do. And like, and people are like, oh, your husband has your kids. And to think in this time period that that's still kind of anomaly. He has our kids. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> agreed. But I think it's just, yeah. you know, it, it does make me have appreciation you know, because we don't always show appreciation every day. And mm-hmm. sometimes I give him a hard time, if you could imagine that. But I think just the amount of the him always saying just go. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think he could make it hard mm-hmm. and he could complain or have, you know, I don't have to leave stuff together. Mm-hmm. I can just go. He knows how to do Amelia's hair. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that has been a, a surprising and refreshing. I am loving all of that. He knows how to do Amelia's hair. <laughs> The simple fact that he just wants you to be happy, Charlita, mm-hmm. you know? And he knows you'll be better when you come back. Yes. That's the other part <laughs> of it, too. And he's always like, you came back. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you came home. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, well, I'll say one of my surprises was um, my younger son is a cadet. Uh, at West Point, and we got a chance to go as a family. And it really has been a long time since the four of us have been together. And it was a nice um, celebration moment for, you know, not only our younger son, but just for all of us, just to be there to uplift him and to share in, you know, these milestone moments as he uh, completes his last year there. And so he, at the ring ceremony, he got, you know, this ring that I don't know how much he paid for, but it is nice and it is all him. And he's really not a ring person, but it was good to see, like, I'm flashing my ring because I earned this. I deserve this. And so while we are celebrating him, then he ends up celebrating me and he gives me this pendant. I actually uh, wore it today. Um, and it says, you know, mom, I really could not have done this journey like without you, all the things that you've done and you poured into me. I just had to say thank you. And I was like, wait, what, what is happening here? No, no, no. We were supposed to be celebrating you. He was like, no, we cannot celebrate me without celebrating you. And I lost it. I mean, the ugly cry. My husband was like, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I was like, it was ugly. It wasn't. I was like, to a point where I was like, are you convulsing right now? (laughs) You're like talking to yourself, but you can't stop. You can't stop. Like, you can't even get yourself together, girl. I mean, words wouldn't form. And even the pictures that I took, most times I think I would have been like, okay, let me get myself together. I was like, no, just snap the pictures because I want to remember the moment where I'm crying. My face is still a little disjointed. Um, I'm still like feeling the emotion of this moment. Yeah, I see it. And <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, stay, keep that the same way. And so that was like a beautiful moment. And what I like to tell moms is, I mean, we make these hard decisions for our kids. We don't know whether it's going to be right. We don't know whether it's going to be wrong. But we know it's all going to work out for the good because that's what, you know, biblically, that's what the Bible tells us. But then to be appreciated for that moment because sometimes we don't always feel appreciated. And the fact that they see that, outdone, outdone. I find it fascinating that 
with a six-year-old and a two-year-old, like, I feel more reflective of our summer being <laughs> me by myself without them. <laughs> and you having your adult children and your reflections from the summer is you being with them. Yeah. And so what do you think about that? Like, do you think that that is not normal, but like... You know, I would expect it to be the opposite. Well, I would say it's probably just the progression, right? A progression of time because when they're with you all the time, you're always looking for a break, <laughs> right? You're like, look, I need a break. Look, I'm tired. Like, I just need a nap. Like, my best summer was without you. <laughs> and then when they actually, you know, have their own lives or they are in their own careers and um, doing things, um, you know, on a collegiate level, you get to experience it, but not in the same way. And so you hope that they invite you in. And I've been fortunate enough where both of my sons have invited me into their worlds. They don't have to. They want to. I mean, I think I talked to Austin like at least an hour, like a week. And it's because he wants to talk with me and he wants to talk with his dad. And so I find that refreshing and I know as, you know, some of these moms who take these new parenting classes, they said, how do you know you are successful as a parent? And this one, uh, one of my friends basically said, when, if my kids want to hang out with me, then I know that I've been successful. It wasn't all of the big, large things that we expect. I want my kid to save the world or I want them to create, you know, the cancer treat. It wasn't any of that. It was like if my kids want to hang out with me when they, you know, leave my house, then I would have been successful. So I thought that was pretty cool to share. The other thing I thought was interesting um, is that you got your flowers. And yes. you, didn't even, you don't know when that moment's going to come when you are like feeling like you have been successful as a parent and you may feel it. But, like, when your kid also acknowledges that. Yes. And I think that is, like, a really special, like, memory that you were able to have this summer. Mm -hmm. And it also will keep you through. Mm -hmm. like, yes. Like, knowing that all the sacrifice. Yes. Like, it was worth it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Every sacrifice that you make, every time that, you know, you had to do something on their behalf and not necessarily on your own. Every time you had to make a lunch, drive someone to school carry the bat bag or the football bag or the instrument case, all of those things lead up to something. You just don't know what it's going to lead up to. So mm -hmm. be appreciative of those moments. Even when you're in the trenches, be appreciative of those moments. I love that. So I love that we have been able to like come back together and like really reflect on uh, our summer and what we wanted to do and the surprises that we have and so I would love to know what you're thinking about for the fall. Ooh, for the fall. Well, you know what? Fall has already been interesting. I've been spending a lot of time thinking about uh, this podcast. I've been doing some interesting projects at work that are taking me out of my comfort zone, like uh, soon-to-be documentary-style things. And uh, so I'm looking forward to exploring uh, things that are on the peripheral, like in completely in the growth zone. And how am I going to um, um, don't, don't want to be in the panic zone, but I'm OK to push the, that boundary a little bit more. So that's what I want to do for the fall. What about you? So outside of potty training and Amelia, <laughs> which I think will be all consuming uh, for the fall, um, I'm really looking forward to um, 
exploring the art of what's possible. So I think you're kind of like on that path mm-hmm. of like, oh, I'm unlocking some things. I feel like there's some new coming, mm-hmm. um, but don't necessarily know how that's going to manifest. And so I'm trying to, I go through different seasons of like coming from a place of yes. Yes. And just like being open without necessarily having a plan. And I know that more is coming. And so I just want to make sure I'm ready to catch it. So yeah, yep. potty training and catching the things. I know. Two very exciting things. Yes. <laughs> So with that, I hope you guys are glad that we are back and ready for more of season two. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe to Behind the Throne wherever you may listen. Um, And we look forward to hearing your comments and what you want to know more of. So we're back. We're back. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Throne podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and comment below with your feedback. Check out future episodes from us as we discuss motherhood from babies to adults.